1: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, forage, crop, insurance, and trade highlight discussion at the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Annual Meeting in Regina. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, cloudy with 30% chance of light snow, wind northwest 30 kilometers an hour. The high today, minus 9, the low minus 18 tonight, wind chill minus 19 tonight, minus 26 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with winds at 15 kilometers an hour, the high minus 6, wind chill minus 25 in the morning, minus 10 in the afternoon, the low minus 12. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 9, the low minus 24. Thursday, sunny with a high minus 12, the low minus 19. Partly cloudy, Friday with a high of minus 11, the low minus 16. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 8, the low minus 10. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 6. The normal high minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.48 this morning. It sets at 5.32 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at minus 15, Saskatoon minus 12, Swift Current minus 8. Both Weyburn and Yorkton are minus 15. The hot spot is Mankota at minus 4 this afternoon. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 13. That's 9 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southeast at 19, giving a wind chill right now, minus 22. Humidity is 87%. The barometer rising, 101.6. Cloudy and moose jaw, minus 12. Winds are calm. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 13. That's 9 above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at McDougallAuction.com. Resolutions on forage crop insurance were among the issues discussed at the annual Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association meeting in Regina on Friday. Cattleman's CEO, Ryder Lee, says there were a few changes in the executive at the meeting.
0: We will continue on with our chair, Rick Tony, but we got a new vice chair, Arnold Balicki from Shellbrook. If the progression works as it does, then, then we might see, well, this will be probably Rick's last year's chair. So there's, you know, progression going like that. That's a big one that I look at. And there was lots of discussion around other things, including, uh, keeping our current reps to the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. So that's Lynn Grant and Dwayne Thompson, and we got a, a new rep for the National Cattle Feeders, and that's Will Lowe and, and a new rep on the Young Cattlemen's Council, and that's Holly Thompson. So uh, some, some renewal there and some, some continuations as well.
1: Tell me about some of the resolutions. What were some of the issues raised?
0: Well, a lot was aimed, I guess, at fast crop insurance direction, really. So looking at, well, it's no surprise over the last year two years some of the weather challenges we've had around moisture so there's quite a bit of discussion about needing to add weather stations to the forage rainfall insurance program and even maybe it's not more of the same weather stations but how do we work with some of the other private weather stations that are out there or some kind of coverage so that you can reflect exactly what's happening on your land with the insurance program that's something that SCA has been exploring with satellite imagery and if that can be used to do that and, and with some federal funding for that. So hopefully we continue to improve those programs. There was a motion to uh, you know, just better reflect the yield that forage insurance is tied to the cost of replacement as well. So that's a big one that continues to be talked about
1: sounds like producers are relatively happy with the new livestock forage insurance plan. They just want to see some improvements, especially with the weather data.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It, it, you know, it paid out over $10 million this past year, so, I, you know, the, the deadline's March 31st, so anybody thinking about it or, or in a concern about some of their moisture challenges on their tame land or their grasslands, it's an option to help maybe buy some of the hay to replace the grass that doesn't grow when it pays out. Another thing that producers are happy with is Western Livestock Price Insurance, and there's a motion to make sure that that's a permanent program. So right now, it's only part of the Canadian Agricultural Partnership, which is a five-year program. It was part of Growing Forward 2, but until it's a permanent program in the act, with its own act or else in another act then we're at the whim of governments to say all right well that pilot project's over we're done and we're hearing whisperings that the federal government might be starting to make those whispers so that's very concerning for the association and for, for producers who have you know been able to put a floor on their calf prices or their stocker prices or even their fat prices through the program.
1: Much discussion on trade issues?
0: Well mostly updates I guess you know we've had a an amazing year. I think it's. I'm. I'm even concerned we're a little bit taking for granted how big of a deal it is to get something like the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership signed and implemented, and it was definitely a big deal. How fast it was able to get through Ottawa and through the Senate, and and a lot of credit goes to, advocate groups like the Canadian Cattlemen's Association and the Canadian Meat Council and and the Pork Council that. You know, had people making sure that the order of business in the Senate was prioritizing this deal so that we were able to get a cut late last year and another tariff cut this year into into several growing markets and, and, importantly, Japan, where we're now ahead of the U.S. as far as tariff treatment into that market. Ryder Lee is
1: the CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca Discovery Seed Labs compiled some quality test data for the Saskatchewan Seed Growers Association meeting last week in Saskatoon. Jason Danielson, a spokesman, says derm quality looks good, but there are a few issues with barley, oats, and peas.
2: So in barley and oats, it seems to be disease. So the things that were harvested later got a little more disease on it, and they're bringing those numbers down. And then in the pulses, it seems to be micro-cracking. So stuff that was harvested early when it was dry, we're then seeing there was probably some mechanical damage, and the more time that's handled, the more that that number is falling.
1: Danielson says germination and vigor numbers tend to be lower in areas that struggled with poor weather conditions during harvest.
2: The big thing that we're seeing is the stuff coming from the south looks pretty good. And as you get more north, we're starting to see bigger challenges, likely linked to, to disease and things like that.
1: Danielson explains further.
2: For cereals, it's fusarium, and then for for pulses, it it depends on the area. You know, ascochyta, uh, sclerotinia, botrytis, all of that stuff can be an issue. Um, It's really important to get packages done, and that'll give you all the information that you kind of need. If there are troubles, we can help coach you through that. Um, So the more information you get on the samples, the lot easier it is to kind of determine what the issues are.
1: Danielson explains the difference between germination and vigor numbers.
2: Anything above 85% is, is a good germ. However, the only caution we would have this year is the vigor isn't quite as high as it has been in the past. So we are seeing some differences between germination and, and vigor percentage. So it's something to be aware of.
1: The average wheat germination is 94% with a vigor of 89 8% of wheat samples are below 85% compared to only 2% last year. Durham germination is 93.5% with a vigor of 91. The lentil germination is high at 95.8% with peas coming in at 91.2% germination and 886 vigor. Micro cracking can be an issue in areas that were dry. The oat germination provincial average is only 85.8% and the vigor 78 20 percent of oat samples are under an 85 germination the lower vigor is due to increased disease barley is better with an overall average of 92.2 percent germination and a vigor of 88 18 percent of barley samples tested by discovery seed labs have been less than an 85 percent germination rate there could be some better news about the pulse tariff issue in india later this year Canadian exports were drastically reduced last year as the Indian government moved to protect its domestic farmers which form a significant voting bloc. Analyst Chuck Penner with Left Field Commodity Research says very dry growing conditions are now creating challenges for the Indian tariff policy.
3: The weather may force them into some decisions that they may not want to do which, you know, which would include or could include uh, lowering tariffs in the you know, in the next number of months. Uh, they have an election coming up, which is a bit of a wild card. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to see over the next few months anyway that they'll start to roll back some of those restrictions, at least, you know, take them down a little bit or, or to some degree because the weather is in the, in the country is extremely dry across a wide part of the country, and that's going to limit their own pulse production. So they will need to start coming back to as, as an importer.
1: In Western Canada, the 2019 outlook for peas is better than lentils. Last year, China bought a record amount of peas from Canada, 2 million metric tons, compared to 1.2 million tons in 2017. Benner was asked if the Chinese will continue to buy as many peas in the future.
3: Maybe not quite at that level. Um, A lot of the discussion had been is that they were using peas as a replacement for U.S. soybeans. But it doesn't look like that's the case for all of them. Like that increase, that 800,000 ton increase isn't all feed peas. They were already buying more even before all of this this soybean uh, dispute started up. And so it'll be more than last year. Uh, capacity, their food processing capacity is increasing, and so there is a sustainable increase. Whether it's two million tons, I would have my doubts, but you know, considerably more than than what we've had in any other previous year.
1: Penner projects Western Canadian farmers will seed four million acres of peas this year, an increase of 10 percent. He's also projecting a very small rise in lentil area following a substantial reduction in 2018.
3: We have seen bids already for both reds and greens come off the lows and I think that's giving people a little bit of hope uh, for next year's uh, marketing. Uh, so you know they may not be selling them yet but I think uh, you know they may be putting a few more in the ground.
1: Penner is also forecasting lower chickpea seeded area in all major growing countries following higher production numbers over the past two years. Faba prices are currently at very high levels, so that will likely increase Western Canadian seeded area this year. Farm Credit Canada holds a seminar in Swift Current tomorrow. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais will provide 2019 economic trends for the farm and how they affect farming operations in Saskatchewan. The seminar is free to farmers at the Living Sky Casino and runs tomorrow from 10 to 1 p.m. from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. with lunch included. Farmers are asked to pre-register. FCC is also hosting a free seminar for farmers in Assiniboia on Thursday at the Prince of Wales Cultural Centre. The meeting in Assiniboia will discuss two key topics. The owner of Valley Nutrition, Jeremy Plessman, will highlight cow mineral and nutrient economic advantages, and grain marketing specialist Brian Voth will discuss the seven deadly sins of grain marketing. The Assiniboia seminar runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Thursday, Farmers are asked to pre register online or by calling the FCC. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1 800 284 9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River, visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell 70 cents at 444.52. Oats dropped 45 cents at 213.91. Yellow peas gained $3 at $253.54. Number one Red Spring wheat fell $1.71 at $228.30. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 2.2181. dollars Feed Barley, $20263. Flax 473.29, feed wheat 19331. U.S. markets are closed today for the Martin Luther King holiday. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642 4180 or Weyburn 842 4574.
4: Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards 500 cattle tuesday regular sale cow market a touch higher we're averaging 78 and every cow in the sales arena that includes the dairy cows and some of the rougher older cows good smooth nice quality type cows in the 82 to 88 you did have the odd superstar as high as 95 but boy they're few and far in between the bull market about steady they're averaging in the low 90s buck five Buying the best bull in the sale on Tuesday into the D heiferettes. These have had one calf in a dollar ten, up as high as a dollar thirty-five. That demand is very, very active and strong as it goes there. The feeder cattle market on the uh, internet network. We uh, see some uh, action on the lighter cattle, a grass-type cattle. Uh, six-weight heifers are in the low middle 80s. You get the odd set, might crack a 90. If you get into the steer cattle and the heavier weight ranges, they're not as high as they were early, early in the month of January, still higher than they were in December. You see a $1.85 to $1. ninety buying the eight and nine weight steers, the odd superstars might get into the low and mid-90s, but that's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift
1: Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
2: Ham sold 5,700 hogs Friday, selling a range of 127 to 143 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,600 head, selling a range of 127 to 142 per ckg. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, January 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 133.67, Ham's cash 139.83, Thunder Creek Burkow 130.40, and high life $141.14 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady, and futures markets are closed today due to Martin Luther King Day. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is up 19 basis points with the daily exchange at 1.3260. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.20 cents U.S.
1: The outlook today, cloudy, 30%, chance of light snow, wind northwest 30, the high minus 9, the low minus 18, the wind chill minus 19 tonight, minus 26 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, high minus 6, wind chill minus 25 in the morning, minus 10 in the afternoon, the low minus 12. In Regina, cloudy and minus 13, that's 9 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.